Yippee, we're back. Hello, Loki. Welcome back on this absolute hay fever infested day of November. It's not day of November. Feels like we're right back in the middle of footy season. It's uh, cold, blustery, a little bit warmer today, but cloudy. And but forget the weather. Are you so, right? So, um, you know, you, you you look like you've been crying all day. <laughs> not gonna lie. The eyes have been a bit upset today, <coughs> and the snoz hasn't uh, coped real well. <laughs> it's not um, lines of pollen, have you? <laughs> but if, if I see if I see one more Instagram post of how lovely lovely jacarandas are, <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I'm, I might flip right out. Yeah, it hasn't been a good start for the, anyone. Um, it's uh, there's actually a special place in hell reserved for people who. Uh, maybe maybe not the love jacarandas, but the ones that point out to me all the Instagram posts. Um, how's go and get stuff sound? Like, hey mate, they look good. Oh, they might be pretty and all, but the people that love them have never lived anywhere near one. <laughs> I've got one above my driveway. I can sweep my driveway, fill three green bins in about five minutes, and five minutes later. Looks like I haven't swept my driveway in 18 years. Like, oh, mate, I know it's first world problems, but... This is the biggest first world problem. With with what this world's uh, gone through, we're sitting here listening to you whinge about jacarandas. What do you mean, what's this world going through? Oh, you know, like the, the really bad stuff going on. Like Clearly my problem with jacarandas is a lot worse than that. No, the, the, I'm talking about the, uh, the the worst thing that can happen at this time of year. It's in between season, in between footy and cricket season, where there's nothing on, and you punt all your money away in the spring carnival, and unlike, so, are you going to sneeze? You get yeah, sorry, you're going to have a big, you're going to have a big sneeze. You better warn everyone. You might get a few <laughs> tonight from the publican or the the snotitarian, as we're going to call him <laughs> at the moment, because it sounds like he's uh, talking underwater. So bear with us. But it's good to be back, mate. This this we can this can be part of our uh, off season. We'll call it season the public and off season. We do have a couple of days of footy coming up. Oh, can't wait! Wednesday we've got a bit of a uh, bit of new talent coming in. They're doing it over two nights again. Yeah, round one on Wednesday, and was it one and two Wednesday? And no, I think they're just doing that. I, I didn't like it how they do that. I'd rather see it all all in one night. I'll let Gil know that Luke didn't like it. Can you just compact it into one? Oh. <laughs> Next time I'm in the toilet yelling out to someone and uh, I might get gill again. <laughs> That's a story for another time. But we are, we are back for the off-season specials. We've got, uh, we've got a guest coming up in the next week or two, which we're very much looking forward to. Um, but there's a lot of things that have gone on in, in recent weeks that we haven't been able to talk about, but we've got the mic now. And the sports world has blessed us with some extra stuff this this week or two to talk about, so we've got a fair bit on there. It's come back a little bit. Yeah, a couple of things, a couple of recent things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some sort of mobile saga. Certain, certain Australian captain might have been in the news. Well, I mean, I must admit, when have you seen the text messages of uh, Max Payne? Sorry, Tim Payne. <laughs> Max Payne. <laughs> I love it when they, they, they've like blurred out the photo of his 
package. Tommy Knocker, the big, the big hammer, and it's blurred. It's a huge blur. So Tim Payne to be sitting there going, they didn't show it, but geez, I'm not not disappointed with the level of blurring they've needed on that photo. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just a photo of the uh, Kookaburra Big Kahuna or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's a? It's a it's a cricket bat, Luke. Oh, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll would talk you about... Prefer, would you prefer Cook Ridgeback? Yeah. We'll talk about Tim Payne in, in, a, in a little segment a segment, segment we've come up with. We've come up with the front bar five. So five topics if you walked into a front bar, you could probably hear someone talking about quite soon after you Def- said it. Definitely that was one of them. Definitely that. You would have heard a few jokes today. Also, we've got a text. I saw a text going around saying here's the actual picture of um, Tim Payne's dick. And it was uh, uh, Mr. Warner, just a picture of him. So that's, that's generated a few laughs. So, but yeah, there's a few going around. We'll, we'll privately send them to a few listeners and have a few laughs. But uh, that'll be in the front bar five. So a few topics that we'll be talking about, and I'll have a little spiel. The public can all have a bit of a spiel, and then we'll discuss it and move on to the next one. Hey, reckon we might agree or disagree on a few things. Oh, hopefully, find something to agree on. Well, I can tell you what we both agree on. This draft coming up. I'm, I'm kind of excited, but I'm also got no idea what a lot of clubs are going to pick. Well, when there's, the... There's one obvious choice for number one, but he still may not go number one. When, when the bulk of blokes drafted uh, Victorian and those kids haven't played in two years... Yeah. Like... So all our draft experts from over the border in the media, what have they? What are what, are what they, are they compiling their data on? <laughs> like they've gone off two years old stats almost, or just a few games they played. So it's I reckon it's more interesting this year than last year because you've got they've had two years of essentially TSC Cup that's been wiped out. Mm. But once again, the South Australians will be prominent because they haven't skipped a beat again. And uh, yeah, Adelaide's number one target, who unfortunately they're not going to get, uh, will be likely be a, a kangaroo when he's announced as the number one draft pick. Horn Francis. Jeez, he's good. <laughs> good. That prelim against Glenelg. Um, this is a what, 17, 18 rule. Almost won the game off his own boot. Just went, come on, boys, drag us back into this. So, North Melbourne are going to be uh, absolutely cheering with that. A couple of other things they've been cheering about in the last uh, week or so. But you know what? Should we just roll into it? Yeah. This Still. is the front bar five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're on a budget. We haven't got any sound effects. But oh, the, yeah, sound yeah. effects? No, it didn't work, bro. <laughs> Fuck off, bro. Get that off you. Dog. Anyway, front bar five. So, first one, in no particular order, we, we can't go past the Greenwood the Greenwood saga. Now, and this from, a, from an outside... The Greenwood saga needs to be just petitioned off into different segments, though. Segments and, segments, and yep. segments. Firstly, I'll start off with, can somebody explain to me, because no one on this planet hasn't managed to explain to me to anyone that's really asked the question. For starters, Gold Coast, I think, have an extra six or seven spots on their list because of where they are. They get a bit extra for academy players, so I think they've got about 50 on the list. 
You're telling me out of everyone on that list, Greenwood was one of the three that needed to be culled for, for bookkeeping purposes, as we'll call it. And would they say list management and the betterment of the club? Why the fuck, why the fuck would you go Greenwood? Your, se- your second best player ranked by champion data for the season. Okay. So that's the first thing we need to talk about. So for some reason, he was the one that was, that was chosen to do it. I, I can't for the life of me understand why. Whether it was if you cut a certain amount of money before the draft and you redraft him, or were they redoing his actual contract? No one knows. No, it was it was announced that he would be there on the same contract that he was owed. Okay, so that's the first thing we've just we, we'll, we've a bit baffled at. The second thing uh, is why on earth um, did they? Sorry, the second thing is his tweet, which. Uh, that aged as well as a uh, a hot curry in a summer sun because um, he's tweeted this big spiel about I will be there. Don't don't essentially don't talk shit, you nuffies. I'll be there and I'll be uh, on the Gold Coast this but come. But I've one. heard him speak about that since, and he was still standing by saying, "Well, he's when I, I was when I sent that, I was." And I, I've probably got, I've got no doubt. The, the third thing is. Now, this is why I still can't understand why he was the player they chose to cut off. Either they thought no club's going to try and pinch him because A, he's older, and B, he's on a bigger contract. But Or they were just that arrogant, they thought. Oh, we've, we're, we're cool people. Well, I think you've hit people, the nail on the head with the arrogance. People think this is what we do, other clubs have done it. They do have a new footy boss at the Gold Coast, don't they? Wayne Campbell. Yeah. Oh, they might need Absolute dud. <laughs> He was a dud captain at Richmond. He did nothing with the umpires. He was rubbish at GWS. And and his first order of business at the Gold Coast, that's what he served up. Well done, Wayne. Welcome to the game, Wayne. Then we have uh, North Melbourne have gone... This is to North Melbourne's credit because really no club's really attempted it or, or, or done it before because there has been players that they have said, oh, well, we're going to... This is what still. This is what comes back to the whole point of why Greenwood. All the other players that people have gone, look, we're going to delist you and put back on your list are either a fringe players or b older players that are at the end of their career or something like that. They haven't. Greenwood doesn't fit into either of those categories, so it's still fucking mind blowing. North Melbourne have gone. Hang on a second. We have a very young midfield. Mrs Noble. Mrs Mrs. Noble's just gone. uh, David. Dale, um, I know you're about to get on a plane, but... Uh, I've just read. You wouldn't believe it. They've delisted Hugh. You know, Hugh, that you went to America and uh, and brought over and managed to get him and talk to him while he was playing college and, and live with you. And so they've literally let off the lead a player who is extremely close with an opposition coach and to Noble's family, to the and credit of the wife, very close for the whole family. And coaching a team... That could do with a 30-year-old midfielder. What is he, 28? 29. 29 turns 30 in March. Turns 30, there you go. So you've got a uh, an old, uh, an older... Hold on, I'll, I'll actually... Old in age, not old say, in body. I was going to say old in age, but he's not a guy that's had uh, seven, eight years of juniors and then, and then working his yeah. way into an AFL side, bashing his body. He's relatively young body-wise for footy, so he could go on to his 35, 36. Correct. And... Um, Anyway, North Melbourne have come in and they've offered him 
from what it sounds like, quite a bit more. Two years. Two years, but with huge uh, triggers. So games milestones, stats milestones to trigger a third year automatically, but it, but which wasn't in GWSs. The, the trigger. Oh, sorry, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. The triggers. He has to play five games next year <laughs> and five games a year after oh. to trigger a third. Oh. Hold my beer. <laughs> Now, I don't know whether that means he has to play at least five games in both seasons or if he plays ten next year of the 22 that he plays. Um, and this is why it's even better by North Melbourne because they knew that the cutoff was Monday at the midday or 12.30. I think that was a cutoff to sign delisted players. So they've struck over the weekend when Gold Coast are probably at home having a couple of beers and... Oh yeah, we're planning for the season. Meanwhile, North Melbourne's just like, on the hunt. He, and, doesn't uh, and he fit the criteria of take take the on-field stuff out of it? Oh yeah. Doesn't he fit the criteria of the sort of bloke that Gold Coast fucking need? Absolutely need. Sort of player Adelaide could do with, could have done with. But, but to to the current saga, um, this is the the best thing that entertained me about it. Hold on, I know you want to have a little yarn, but this is the best thing. Wayne Campbell <laughs> gets on SEN and he says, look, this isn't ideal, but North Melbourne have found a loophole and they've taken advantage. Incorrect, Excuse Wayne. Excuse me, Wayne. Incorrect, Wayne. You were trying to you were, use a loophole. You were using the loophole. And North Melbourne delisting a bloke and then picking him back back up so you could just have one more bloke on your on your roster rotation so they so they could get another draft pick yeah because you could, they could just rookie list blokes that aren't um, physically drafted I think and then they get an extra pick because they had made space on the list so you're trying to find a loophole North Melbourne didn't didn't do anything North Melbourne just signed a bloke that got delisted North Melbourne did this. They sat back and went, um, is why, Gre- have, is why have they delisted this bloke? Is Greenwood not without a club right now? Because I reckon we can sign him. Yep, we can. And to Gold Coast, you've just made yourselves. Well, not that you weren't, but you really should fold. That's a bit silly. No, nah, I reckon they'll be gone soon anyway. Uh, they won't be gone soon. Well, at some point, when, that, when you've got a, a limb that just... Just won't heal, and it keeps causing pain and and rupturing and costing money. You chop it off. The AFL could come to the point where they go right. We need to cut our losses here. We'll put more money into GWS, maybe Tassie. Catch you later, Gold Coast. Heard it here first. Ooh. So does that mean Brisbane would play some games at Metricon? Probably. Or or. AFL's, AFL had just fixed some games there, sell them to Melbourne teams. Probably. Prop, prop up some Melbourne teams by giving them a bit of cash to play a couple of games there. It's not like they haven't done it for the last 30 years, so yeah. yeah. What's that? I like it. Yeah, so do I. Hmm. I think it would happen. Because I've said it once, say it again, teams do not survive on the Gold Coast. It's it's not irrelevant of the sport. It, yeah, it's not a. It's not because it's footy. It's not because it's AFL. It's because it's the Gold Coast. Who goes up there and goes? Oh, I'd love to live here and raise my family. I'm going to play footy here my whole career. 
it's just a party spot. You look at it, it's freaking places along a coast and that's it. There's, it's not, I believe, a livable, sustainable environment for sports clubs because yeah. it's not a place where everyone lives. It's a, holiday, that, it's a holiday spot. Just not that type of thing. Anyway, we do have to roll on to the next subject, but in let's just summarise that. Um, Greenwood uh, to North Melbourne, big tick for North Melbourne. Massive tick for the k- kangaroos. And uh, a, big, a big fucking shocking thing. A big X from the Gold Coast. Yep, and 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 and, and, and Wayne Campbell trying to trying to trying to pull the wool over idiots' eyes. Like, oh come on, mate. The final thing I will say on that, though, um, Greenwood somehow has escaped the wrath of bystanders of being a bit of a dog. Well, well, helps when you the team you leave and doesn't have any supporters. <laughs> Like he's, he's really hasn't copped it from people. I did see one comment go, <laughs> one comment on the, on the thing. He goes, "This isn't new." He's obviously a Wildcat supporter, but he said <laughs> he fucked with the Wildcats. Now he's fucked the Gold Coast. Too oh, right. Not really. Not really. They delisted him. <laughs> they fucked themselves. And and then North Melbourne made him an offer. His management went back to the Gold Coast and said, "North Melbourne have just offered us this." So. What are you doing? Mm. Huh? We're not offering you that. He's not <laughs> even on our list. See you later then. Next subject. A subject that uh, has controversy written all over it. It's divided the football world. It's divided the public too. Not in sure that not sure that it's divided the football world. It's divided uh it's I say well, maybe not divided, but it's caused a lot of uh, discussion because he's become the first player. To retire, due to fifteen hundred to two is the is the count at the moment. I think fifteen hundred to two. Yeah. Oh, the other the, who's the other one? Or oh, whatever that crow girl's name oh, is. Ah, that's correct. The nurse. Yep. Liam Jones has, uh, after taking so long to find his position, to work his way to be an integral part of a football team, and it was actually I think number two this year, ranked two. For intercept marks in defence, number two. No, is that high? Has retired, retired hurt, very hurt indeed. Um, will not play because he does not want to get jabbed, and he has decided that football doesn't mean that much. I mean, it only pays for anything in his life, but he's obviously got a lot of money saved up, or he's got a lot of business opportunities for a non-vaccinated person because he has said, "I'm ouskies." I, for one. Find it. I knew there was going to be one, um, and he's obviously the first. But uh, actually, there's another one. I just forgot. I remembered about Casbolt. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, Sorry. My my turn. You, oh. can, you can have your your your, your spiel. Um, for for someone who, uh, yeah, worked his ass off to get where he was, and he's finally reaping the rewards, and could have finished a, a quite a good career, could end to his career, has just gone bang. And uh, he's gone, and not getting paid a cent from what we're told. Uh, it's classed as a full retirement, actual retirement, not included in the cap. And uh, yeah, he must have a lot of good opportunities ahead of him because he Look, didn't want to take one that was quite lucrative. The one thing that did shock me is Carlton don't get an extra. Carlton don't get to replace him. Um, 
baffled how like, the AFL like, can say no. Like surely you go right. You can you can upgrade a rookie now, and you can have an extra rookie spot. Hmm. Like at the very but they're minimum. not they're not asking for oh we want a top forty pick top fifty pick they're just going what we want just give us a pick a pick. And AFL said no. So they're gonna have to. They'll probably have to split one. On live trade. Yep. I'd be, if I was Carlton, I would have gone much harder. Go, hang on a second. This is your mandate. We have lost the player due to your mandate. Yes, it's a mandate that's in a lot of places, but we've lost it due to you guys bringing that mandate, not us. And you won't let us replace him with and was it a no name with a with a no nobody. What was it really an AFL mandate? Yeah, but really was it? What do you mean? Well. Um, Victorian government classes AFL players, Victorian-based AFL players as essential workers. Also and lovable. And, and uh, well, no, it's not. But, um, They're essential. Yeah. How so? How, well, are they, how are they an essential worker? We need AFL. Yeah, what? So when everyone's at home, people need something to watch on telly? Oh. So it makes them essential? Oh. If if a bloke in the bottle shop at the Maid of Auckland is essential, mate. <laughs> hey, mate. Alcoholics, if, if, you, if they go dry, it is amazing what's classed as essential and not essential. But we can talk about that later on for another time. Side issue. Side issue. Um, But, uh, yeah, so... <coughs> oh, shit. Excuse me. Victorian-based AFL players... Classified essential, so the AFL mandating it wasn't. It was sort of a government forced mandate. Okay, if the players are essential, what is the rest of the club people then? Are they classed as essential? Well, don't they have to be? I don't know. I'm I'm asking. And if stadiums only let in double vaccinated persons? Yep, that's how they're all going. So it's not. I'm just not sure that's an AFL mandate. It's well, that's a good question. That's a a logical thing. Another, another question for your mate Gil. Yeah, oh, wait for that poo. Um, <laughs> the the biggest thing I found about it was um, the quick retire and I ain't speaking to nobody. He did the old. Which that's his choice, you can say to do it. But um but there was also no I'm retiring due to not being vaccinated. That he they were very specific that he was just retiring. Yeah. And then I there was some interviews where they were saying that there was chats about him in the um season review, about his future, this and that. Surely that what they're talking about was about Right, this is the what, end of the season. What, There's a fair chance what, we're all going to have to be vaccinated. Yeah. What's your, what's your story, Joe? And I reckon, obviously, Carlton have known for a while that this is probably the path he's going down. And, and then they tried to turn it into um, when Petrarca, on radio, commented on Liam Jones, and tried to make a big thing that that oh, oh the Melbourne players said it was an issue. It's like, oh, hang on. It's just a conversation when the first gets spoken about, mm. and they brought up the issues. That's 
And he said, I can kind of respect his decision. Kind of respect it. It's a lot, but lot and when the fun. AFL sort of brought in this mandate. So, come on. It's uh, And then this will lead us down to the old uh, Casbolt. So Casbolt, because of the Greenwood defection, because uh, of, um, I think it was Greenwood for the list spot. No, 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 that already secu- that secured him, hadn't signed him. Yeah. But he was going to be a delisted signing. A signing. So, but the problem is, he said no. I'm not. Uh, I'm not vaccinated yet. He's apparently waiting. For but he's waiting for the uh, Novavax. No. Yeah, Nova Novavax. Novavax. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Someone else I heard say the other day. I'm like, and it's like, sorry, what's the difference between that and what we've got? That's this one that's actually still in trials. <laughs> so what? Uh, we could sit here debating you know, vaccinations with all night, but and if we're, it's we're obviously two people who. But are if it's just, so. but if it's just an opinion thing, like why are you waiting for Nova and not having AstraZeneca, Moderna, or Pfizer? Well, it's just cost him a contract, and probably that I can't see Gold Coast using a draft pick on him, could they now? Because it's wasting a draft pick. Although yeah, it's n- like it wasn't in your plans to use a draft pick on hey. him. They've gained one that they didn't think they'd have. <laughs> There's a spot on the rookie list, you know, the one that... Green and that's what he was going to be picked up as. It, Who? It was a, it was a rookie Casbol. spot that Casbolt was getting. Yeah. So, he could have... Oh, actually, can you... Do the rookie, rookie spots, are they still open for us a while yet? Well, the rookie draft's the day after the actual draft, isn't it? So, they probably might have yeah. just picked up in that. But uh, we could – we'll talk about the draft later. Should we close off? Is that is that Liam Jones? That's done? Liam Jones done. You sure? Yeah, because we sort of bundled Levi Casbolt yeah. in with him. So that's done. Oh, well, jumping Jones, good luck. Uh, good luck working at Macca's next year, mate, and hope you enjoy watching the footage from there. Um, um, well, Coles and Woolies have <laughs> announced me a date, so I think <laughs> McDonald's will be next. So. He's, he won't be stacking shelves. No, he might just be uh, working an outdoor job, maybe as a groundskeeper, which he probably groundskeeper Willie might need to be jabbed for that too. Um, what's what else we got in the top five? Another. Uh, what about our test captain, or should I say former test captain, Steve Smith? What? No, 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 no. no the hey. the one that oh. re- the one that replaced him. The old I'm in pain. Uh, old Mister Nice Guy. Oh, 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 oh. I've got some thoughts on this. Okay. What have you got? Uh, do you want to you kick off? You want to kick off? Well, my first thought was it's a bit of a shock because never heard anything bad about this bloke. The Nicest only, guy on earth. The only bad things you'd ever heard, and you know, was it was it all that bad? What he did, really? If there's anyone in the world that has the right to uh, not be happy with him. And she sta- said she's standing by him. So why has anyone else got the right to be shitty with him? But uh, it did somewhat shock me because he's just Mr. All Above Board. You know, there's the only negative things I've ever heard anything everyone say about him was, oh, this bloke shouldn't be in the team. He, like... They reckon his time had come. And I'm like, well, yeah, 
that's all well and good saying Alex Carey's waiting in the wings. So think, who's going to captain the side? I'll tell you who is. The guy who should have stayed as captain when he came back in. Stephen Smith. The most awkward, unfun-looking man you've ever seen. I, don't, I just don't... Like Channel 7 talking up Cummins, but... Well, they said he wasn't... They didn't think he was ready for it uh, earlier. But um, I'm, I'm ready to say my thoughts here. Tim Payne, four years ago, was texting a... They keep saying a female staffer. Let's just say a work colleague. Yep. Because... Essentially, that's what it is. He played for Dazzy, just work colleague. In every work business... Who was quite happy to text back. I'm getting there. Sorry, sorry. Shut up. Sorry. In any business in the world, lots and lots, if not majority of relationships, whether they're friendships, romantic, fuck buddies, are developed in the workplace. (laughs) Are they not? Uh, Yep. So this, from what we have seen, or what I can see, has just started off as a bit of friendship, flirting, and someone had to take it to the next level, and it was, could have been him, but once again, we're not seeing a trail of messages for the weeks leading up to this, are we? Yep. We did see a message from the young lady saying, oh, I'm bad, <laughs> I'm a bit of a devil, yeah, Oh, pain went, yeah, I'm a devil. Have a look at this devil. I'll be And I'll be thinking bad thoughts about you I'll be thinking tomorrow. bad thoughts about you tomorrow. That sounds like two people who are quite comfortable and know each other to a point where they can talk a bit of whatever they're doing. Now, it seems from an outside looking in, once the, the dick pic came in, I don't know, something's happened, whether... They've then maybe moved to a point where she wanted to have a relationship and he's gone, nah, I'm married, I'm staying with my wife. She might have gone, well, fuck this, I'm going to, you can get stuck. And has it come out That's that he was... theory. Is it come out, was he married then? Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, there was never any relation, there was never any sexual relationship, there was never any apparently relationship at all. Um, and it was dealt with accordingly. What I want to know is, how did it get to the point where it ended up with Cricket Australia and Cricket Tasmania involved? Did uh, she lose her job and this was uh, well, brought up? She did lose her job with Cricket Tasmania. She was sacked for theft. Really? Yep. And, or, sorry, she was going to be, she was under investigation, sorry. She wasn't sacked for theft. She was under investigation for theft from Cricket Tasmania. Mm. Uh, she resigned the march after these text messages. So, so coming out of the, like that was the day before the first day of the Brisbane Test, mm. and the next march she resigned, and contacted. Uh, both Cricket Tasmania um, and Cricket Australia prior to her resignation to bring up the text. Okay. And please, people listening, don't construe this as that I'm a s- giving pain a free pass or any of this bullshit or I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm f- uh, slut-shaming or anything. Actually, actually, I'll, actually no. I'll, go back, I'll go back to the start of this. That's, that was my other... Th- 
other uh, first thought. When are these fucking morons, meaning sportsmen, going to work it out? Well, for starters, this is the number one thing. Tim Payne is a, is a dickhead, not because of... Some are going to say it was workplace harassment. I personally don't think it was that. There seems to have been some sort of relationship. The last wedding I went to was two former staff members of mine. There you go. That got together when they worked for me. Were they married at the time? No. (laughs) No, they weren't. But what I'm saying is what you were saying about relationships forming at work. Yeah. You're with those people. But what I'm saying is, and I'm a father of three girls... There is always two to tango in this instance. I can't see Tim Payne being a guy that goes, I'm going to randomly send my dick to someone that I barely know and I don't really know. I've just just received the staff uh, staff contact list. Ooh. Uh, oh. oh, Jane's wished me good luck tonight. <laughs> Better send her a photo of my cock. No, I don't think that's what's Check happening. Check out the kookaburra bubble. Right, anyway, I don't know it, you don't know it, you guys listening don't know it, but there is some. There is a lot more to this story than I think we all know. Because Well, well we've heard a little bit more, haven't we, well, today? Yes, or the, same, the same woman received, um, I don't know. A, lewd messages. A, a lewd message from the brother-in-law. Tim Payne's brother-in-law. Uh, poor Bonnie, she's dealing with her husband. Now her brother's involved and she's thinking... And now he's what? under investigation from the Sacker and PAC, which I find ridiculous. Sorry, he didn't. He didn't do anything wrong. He, he, he well, I don't know. I say he didn't do anything wrong. He hasn't done anything wrong to warrant him not having the current job he's got. What? Agree? Disagree? Well, what? If she had a problem with the messages from him back then, well, let me just put it this way. If it wasn't anything to do with Tim Payne and this other girl... It would, we, would we even know about it? It wouldn't even be an issue. Imagine someone in your pub, oh, they, they, they lost their last job four years ago at another pub because they sent a dick pic. You're not going to go, hey, come here, mate, we're going to investigate this. He's going to go, fuck off. What do you to do with you, dickheads? I'm, if someone gets out of jail, they just declare, you're going to sit there and go through and go, oh, we can't have you working with you, this and that. No, it's in the past. You can't keep punishing people for that. Anyway, there is more to this story, I believe. But uh, will we ever hear it? I don't know. But I feel if Tim Payne has now paid the price for his mistake and he paid the price, he didn't pay that bigger price his marriage, I tell you. A lot of, a lot of women wouldn't have stayed by, they would have Bonnie's, said. Bonnie's, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie, to, if anyone deserves a... Uh, and come out on the front a, foot. An arm around the shoulder. It's her because she's yeah. gone through this four years ago. Now she's got to go through it in public um, when they thought it was dead and buried, but it's never dead and buried when you're famous. Is he... Will he play in this test series coming up? Oh, I'm going to say no. Yeah, and I say no. Like, uh, there, was alri- there was already people calling for his, for his head because of his cricket. Correct. Not because of his captaincy. Oh, I even think a few things he did as captain made people a bit... Yeah. But he... I personally think he's great. But, you know, I'm a bloody... I'm a... Uh, fanboy? I'm a fanboy of Alex Carey. I'm a... As Brendan Shaw calls it with Conor McGregor, cockwriter. <laughs> I've been wanting this guy into the into the 
Aussie side for a long time. I reckon he is ready now to become the greatest wicketkeeper batsman since Gilchrist. You thought I was going to go. I didn't real, know where you were going with that. I thought I was going to go real overboard there. You were going to go, hang on, pump the, pump the brakes. <laughs> But there's another wicketkeeper batsman who's really just put himself as a batsman uh, with his form over in uh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. It was Wade. That uh, <sighs> that uh, semi-final. Him and... Um, some uh, of those shots. Oh, he, that, that Him and Stoinis. That last over where he's gone, all right, I'm just going to go... Helpful leather here. This is I'm bringing this. Me and Stoinis are going to bringing this home early. The first one he's done the ramp, and then the second one he's cleaned it, like middled it beautifully into the stands, and then he's going, "Oh, I'm going to do the ramp again." Uh, that was a fine, fine display of batting. There was. I remember we were. I was watching the refo the next day, and I was like, "Holy crap! We needed like 54 off 22." And, and they did it with six balls to spare. <laughs> all the negative Nellies that were getting into the Australian side at the start of the tournament, pre-tournament. Uh-huh. Um, that lost to England. They, they, were, they were calling for uh, Warner to be dropped. Yeah. Um, Finch's captaincy was... What, wasn't announced. Warner player of the series? Player so of the tournament? After that, he didn't miss a beat. Marsh <laughs> got dropped because of that game. Yeah. The England lost, Marsh was dropped and he was the... Man of the match, was he correct? And all those naysayers know what we've heard from them since. (laughs) (laughs) You just looked at that and thought, I reckon I've got a a zinger here. Well done, I'll give you credit there, mate. Thanks, Luke. That means a lot. Well done, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Only Rogan fans would know that. So, yeah, we'll we'll move on from Payne, but do I think Payne will be in? I'm going to say no. Because I don't think you're going to be exactly concentrating after that either. They yeah, might say, his mind's not there, let's give him a rest. And and I think Bonnie would rather him be at home. Oh, I don't think so. She'd probably rather be playing. Would have thought. Matchies. <laughs> don't want to miss out on the matchies. Match I think, payments. Uh, I, think, I think there's going to be food on the table. They're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, she's a nurse. Um, number four on the list. What is it, denial? Did this happen in Australia? What? Number four on the list. What is number four? Something that happened in New York City. Oh, Dugowie, there we go. The old Dugowie. Dugowie had a bit too much going, I don't know, but he's, uh, he can't... Once again... Can't stay out of the headlines there, old fellow. Once again, a bit like the Tim Payne thing, when are these sportsmen going to learn? Uh, Dugowie falls into a category for me. I'll, I'll start off then. Okay. Okay. So the whole Dugowie stuff falls into the category for me of there are some people who are elite sportsmen, famous, whatever, who just should say, I am not a drinker. I can't drink because I managed to get in trouble. Bad shit happens. John Jones, one of them, shouldn't drink. Just straight out shouldn't drink. Um, uh, there was What other AFL players have been like this? Wayne Carey maybe? Back in the day, just shouldn't have drank because bad stuff happened. But there are certain people... Seemed to be later in his career. That yeah. That Dugowie is one of those people who should just go, right, I shouldn't drink. Just or for the next I, next four or five years. Or if just I, just let's, let's, I've got a limited window to be an elite sportsman 
and to be at my best, I'm not a per- I'm not someone who can drink because somehow I fuck up and I get in big trouble. Yep. Um, that's what I've got him in that category. That doesn't give him a pass. He's he, there's clearly something that's gone on there. Although one of the charges was dropped and dropped pretty quickly. Very got, quickly. Whether he's got a good lawyer or it just didn't happen, who knows? It's America. So, but I, I dare say he would have. Would have come down to earth real quickly when he spent. They spent one or two nights in a slammer there. Yeah, I can't remember. But I think what you're not hearing in the headlines, I think his mates in a bit more strife than him. Cause yeah, well, he's been charged with glassing the guy. Well, yeah, he hit him with a bottle to knock bottle. him down. Yeah, and that bottle didn't break just quietly. Isn't that class as assault with a deadly weapon over there, or assault with a? May, yeah, maybe. I don't yeah, know. and. Um, he, I did see that Dugowie's lawyer was this big, famous lawyer that got off all these sportsmen, and then his poor mate had a public defendant. <laughs> like, surely you've gone, hey, Jordan, you got me in this mess, you got me over here. Can we get a bit of the old, I'll pay you back for the lawyer? But um, Collingwood very quickly acted <laughs> swiftly and said, right, you're indefinitely banned until this resolves itself. I reckon he's got another couple of days before his court appearance in America. Yep. Can't leave America until it's gone. But I don't think he... There uh, could be a the, chance they go the, right. And the court appearance is two days after pre-season yeah. training starts. But they could say, hey, there's not enough... Uh, the the defence or whatever doesn't have enough evidence yet. We're going to adjourn this for another month. And he's stuck. Yeah. So, Yeah. But in, in the whole totality of the incident, he's obvi- there's something's gone on whether he's and done the fact whatever on the dance floor or his mate, but it's caused a ruckus. And it's and the fact that you're allowed to go there because because Monster said, oh, yeah, he's coming on a... Explain to me how he got into... How he got, A, the f- he got to leave Australia because no, a lot of people can't leave unless there's a genuine reason. Yeah, so... Um, there's a commercial agreement with Monster Energy Drinks, who I haven't heard, haven't heard whether they're standing by their man or not. But um, not exactly a target for AFL players, Monster Energy yeah. Drink. So, and Monster said he was an employee and he's coming to do a promotional tour. So that's what's promote AFL over there. No, no, promote Monster Energy Drinks. They wouldn't have known who the fuck he was. No, but they're obviously going to film film stuff while he was training there because oh, he was okay. going for a training camp and then film stuff and then that would have been on our screens this year. And didn't we hear the standard crap that comes out of when players go overseas? Fitter than ever. Never been so... Uh, never had my mind on footy so much as I do now. Four four days before this issue, <laughs> I've never been there was so fit and so determined to prove I'm so good. There was <laughs> there was some some bloke training him said, "I cannot believe what a what a specimen this fella is." That was four days before this happened. How quickly it changes! So he's uh, found himself in a bit of mischief. Mm. Who knows what's going to happen? It's going to be uh, very uh, very long long couple of weeks for him. To uh, Collingwood would be pretty thankful. It really, we haven't heard anything about it for a couple of weeks. Like it's well, Greenwood and Liam Jones have really yeah. helped Collingwood just bury it a bit. Yeah. But uh, 
if he if he's quickly case thrown out and he gets gets on a plane and comes back here and says, right, I'll tell you all the real story because there's once again we're getting a lot of second info. But when someone's arrested, it's not exactly you, you, you've done something to be arrested. But in America, you can also do bugger all to be arrested. Yeah. That's why it's someone can just say, hey, he he, he punched me. All right, we're going to arrest you and we'll we'll sort it out in court. So who knows the full story? And we'll, I think we'll get it when he comes home. But and I think if if it gets thrown out, if the assault charge gets thrown out uh, straight away in court, that's all he needs to say to Collingwood. Mm. No, no, I didn't do anything. No. We, we these drunk idiots did this and that, and then I no uh, no, no. Here's the court <laughs> transcript. Give me my footy boots back. Yeah. Where's my locker key? And mind you, I want my car parked back too, boys. I know you gave it to fucking uh, Mason Cox, but, yeah, give it back to me. <laughs> Bit random, wasn't it? It was, actually. <laughs> That's the four. What, what do we got for the five? For the top five, the front bar five? Well, I was going to go this, but I've decided that that needs its own air. Not that I heard anyone in the front bar talk about this today. Yeah. But LeBron James oh. trying to start malice in the palace too. Well, LeBron didn't start it. He just had a bit of a stray arm that drew a heap of blood from... Uh, so that's not starting it? Uh, I, I believe... Um, if someone did that to you, do you reckon you'd say that they started it and you, you just finished it or...? I believe it was accidental, um, but then the footage A- just accident, shows accidental big throw of the arm like that. Well, it's weird because it wasn't like just a defensive elbow because it was his hand as mm. well that came. It was almost like he eye gouged him as well. Like that's what it looked like. Um, but old old Stewart didn't. Say so nineteen years. This is nineteenth season yeah. in the NBA. Isaiah Stewart. Second ejection for LeBron James. Isaiah Stewart has, once he's realised he's got claret flowing, I think that's when he went full Hulk. Like, he went incredible Hulk. Like, couldn't couldn't contain him. Like, he needed Scarlett Johansson to come out and start singing a lullaby, but it, they couldn't control him. They had... <laughs> you obviously haven't watched The Avengers. No. no. Anyway, they could not contain him, and it got to the point where... Um, there was guys, they had officials holding him. I kept saying, I kept reading his lips. He's saying, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then they kind of tried to usher him towards the side. He broke free and ran through like a like a linebacker just charging through the offense. And he's gone bang, bang, bang. He knocked about six or seven of these poor little... NBA white guys, security guards, just stood no chance of stopping him. Like little red coats. <laughs> it's like the red coats, they had the blue, the blue yeah. coats on. And eventually they stopped him as he was charging towards LeBron again. And uh, I don't know if this guy had needed a, a history lesson, but the last time that tried to happen with a Detroit Pistons player, it's uh, it's spawned its own ESPN doco. It's the mallet, the the malice in the, the palace. palace. It was almost a, a, a return. And it was uh, so bad they uh, they demolished the stadium. They did. 
Not because of that, just because they were building a new one. But a- anyone watch, anyone listening to uh, that wants to hear a bit more about that uh, on ES on Netflix. There's a little, I think it's called First Take or Thirty for Thirty. No, it's not a thirty for thirty. It's just an oh, ESPN yeah? series about sports people, but it's about the malice in the palace, and yep. it is it's real good because they give the lead up to the game about how the players were. They wanted to be this aggressive unit. They were all different personalities and egos, and it it's really good. old meta world peace before he found yeah, before, he before he found peace when he was when he was just Ron Artest and he was really angry. And they go into the stuff with the fan and the what fan. about when he nailed that bloke. The guy tried to hit him first, and he just stepped Well, back. he just squared up and went, what are you doing here? Yeah, he's it was like, Dush. oh, oh, really? That, I think, uh, was it? Was today's game in LA, or was it in, no, it was in Detroit. Uh, Detroit, I reckon. Yeah, so there would have been a lot of uh, <laughs> Detroit officials and people going, holy shit, we do not, we do not need this Detroit crowd kicking off here again. They, were, uh, they would have been absolutely worried. It's about that, but those blue coats, yeah, I think they're piston assistant coaches. Oh, were they? Well, they didn't stand a chance against Isaiah because he was knocking them over left, right, and center. And uh, fair to say, I don't know who tweeted it. There was a former NBA player, but he said, "Get pack your bags and get your coat, champ, because you're getting traded to Budapest or somewhere like that." He said, "You don't square up against the king." <laughs> <laughs> and and why not? Some blokes just nailed me. Why? What gives him a free pass? Correct. I I never understand that when when AFL commentators go, oh, you can't have a star of the game missing a game for oh, that. Oh yeah, that does hurt like, him. It's like, well, why is there different rules for a bloke who's played two hundred? Like, like Toby Green, who yeah. is going to serve. More suspension in the first five weeks while we've been in the off season after grand final. That was very quietly. Uh, didn't make the news, did it? Not really, but a little bit. Is it finalised yet? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, he's got the extra, the extra three, so he misses the first five games. But there was all that talk. Oh, you can't rub Toby Green out. That he's just too good to play. You want to see him finals? Okay. Well, someone oh, getting his ears. Someone tell Toby to stop punching people. <laughs> I can't even remember what he did. Oh, hit push umpire. Push umpire. Shoulder charged him. Yeah. Big Sonny Bill William. Bang. And, and there was someone on the radio, oh, that's just Toby. He plays on the edge. and oh, But he didn't know he was there. Uh, he was talking to him 15 metres away and walked up and went, oh, yeah, by the way, cop this one. He would taste my shoulder. Anyway, we're talking about Malice in the Palace Malice too and, and we've got on to Toby Green. It, uh, it was quite entertaining to watch. And LeBron just had this look on his face of, like, what did I do? <laughs> he was, uh, he was just in the game. Did you did those ones? Me? Oh yeah, very yeah. He did did a lot of, that. you know, how he scrunches his face and gets his eyebrows really put up in the air. Like, what was it all about? There, there was something else LeBron did the other day, and this He's isn't been, just been a Le- out for two months. This so. is this isn't a LeBron thing. This is NBA players in general. So AD got ejected the other day because he. Had a bit of a tanty when he lost his shoe, and, his eyebrow. and the uh, and to his defence, he was on the end of the court putting his shoe on, and the ref just gave the opposition player the ball, and they <laughs> passed it in. And he's like, "Put my shoe on here! Like, I've only got four blokes on the court. What are you doing?" And he maybe didn't say it like that. Maybe 
used a couple of colourful adjectives. You can swear on here. It's our podcast. Um, no, I don't. I'm not a swearer. Um, say, and then the ref tossed him. Next thing, LeBron's standing on the court going, what do you mean? It's like, mate, you're on the bench. You're not even, you're not even suited up for this game. Get, get off the court. He's a king, man. No, no. He can do what he wants. No, no, he can't. <laughs> they shouldn't be on the court. Just like, just like when there's an all-in brawl today, any bloke that came off the bench... Well, I think that's what they were looking reviewing to see who did and who was ejected. And yep. But then they had, I think they had... It was a few, I think it was actually quite a few... Well, and your penalty's worse no, if you no, come no, off I the bench. it was Detroit guys coming off the bench to stop old... Isaiah, going, yeah, and that's going biblical on and, everyone, and that's fine. If that like blokes jumping in to try and uh, break the stuff up and and ease the tension, that's that's different. Yeah, but have you seen it? That the, when he's nah zoomed back around. No, nah, I haven't been, yeah. my, mate. This is the first time my eyes have been open all day because because <laughs> of, of bloody jackarandas. <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. It wasn't even that funny. It's just I know it's true. You would have been lying there all day. Like <laughs> it would have been like a velociraptor. Oh, there's, there's only so many antihistamines and so many Nasonex and so many... Um, I can't think of every other one that I've taken today, but well, I've, I've had one of every one. Well, that, that, that's concluded our first ever front bar five. So well, if you like it, we'll do it again. If you don't, I don't give a shit. We'll move on to something else. Jeez. Well, you turned into Goodfellas or something, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> no, I did for a bit. I, I, I was pulling my face. People couldn't see my yeah. hands in the air like a real eye tie. Uh, but, uh, Danny, we're coming up to a period that is exciting, but we also passed a period that you think is the most exciting time of the year, and that was trade week. Um, I, for one, thought it was a big letdown. Almost a bit of blue balls about it. <laughs> waiting for something special to happen, and look, I've nothing did. And you, you look, went home sore. Well, something did happen. Well, the Adelaide Football Club got got their Mister Jordan Dawson. So for, for a draft pick that they somehow ended up with for trading at late picks, almost wasn't it? Virtually. Yeah. So it's a big win for Adelaide. I don't think Sydney will be doing trains with Adelaide for a, for a few years. They were quite, I'd say, disgusted by the end of it. That they uh, that's not that's not be disgusted. They what? were they were, they were on they were honest about they were honestly saying pick four. Yeah, it's like so. And, uh, to, to read his credit, they've gone. Listen, you're not getting pick four. You're not even getting pick whatever. We, we've we're going to get pick eighteen from this bulldog trade. They said no. All right. <laughs> Bad luck. That's that's what there is. If you knock that back, you and then we somehow managed to land pick seventeen or nineteen, nineteen, one or the other. But they eventually, at the end, settled for it and took it. And Dawson's going to be a crow for I'd say the rest of his playing career. Didn't expect so. As he's a South Australian, a road boy, mighty roosters, Scotch Scotch College alumni. Now, what about... Uh, this is... Hold on. This is another player on the Crows list. I, I Correct me if I'm wrong. That was coached by Nixie. Um, uh, no, actually, I reckon, no, Nixie, I no, I reckon Benny Nelson was the coach at Scotch when yeah, Dawson was there. I was going to say. 
Nixie, Nixie was coached by Laddie yep. at Scotch, so... Um, but there you go. Crows got their man. They weren't after anyone else in particular. They got him. There was a couple of players for grabs that I would have liked to have got. Luke Dunson, but Melbourne swooped on him, and uh, good little player to have in your back, back pocket if your midfield has any issues. I th- people say, are saying says something about St Kilda. Um, the premiership side uh, reckon Luke Dunson's good backup. But St Kilda, who were tenth, um, Brett, Brett, Rack, Brett Ratton doesn't reckon Luke Dunster can play. Um, sorry, Brett, that probably doesn't bode well for you, mate. Well, he's gone to a club that uh, takes guys that clubs don't want making Premiership players. Ben Brown, prime example, got him for a twisted. <laughs> what do you call it? A half suck twist. Half suck twisty and a blown out sandshoe. Blown out sandshoe. So. Um, yeah, so Dunstan's been picked up and there was a few players that uh, got delisted that I was a little bit shocked at. I must say, um, is it Trent DeMont? Yep. Who got delisted by North Melbourne? I've got a feeling he'll make his way to another AFL club this draft period. Um, he didn't get signed up as a uh, um, delisted free agent. So he, so he has signed with an NFL club, but that'd be... No, I think he is a Glenelg um, junior. Yeah. So he's a Glenelg boy. I think he would probably go back there, but I don't think he's officially signed with him. Yeah, I thought he had, but but it'd be on the provi- like proviso. I'll sign with you, but but I'm still. There's attempting. been some uh, some good signings in the sample so far this year, and been a lot of um, blokes changing clubs, mm. uh, club to club in the sample. Yeah, there was a... Ormond gone back to the Eagles from North yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. The young kid from Westies that went to South as well. Yeah. Got his name. Uh, but the, so uh, Ed, Ed, One of the Edwards lads has gone from the Bay to Westies. I did see that. Did he go from the Bay to the Westies or has he gone to Norwood? Oh, it was no, Westies. Westies. Yeah. That was the Edwards that was on the Crows list at one point, wasn't he? Jackson. Jackson, yeah. yeah. So um, that's because his old man was a Westies man, I would say. Played in Borchie Reserves Premiership in 1993. 94. 93, 94. Um, and then obviously Westies got Caden Brand back. Didn't realise he'd played so many games for Hawthorne. Played 50 mm. odd. And uh, the Hammer. The Just Hammer quite. Hart <laughs> signed at Westies. <laughs> I'm going to call them both of these two. Media Heartland is in absolute overdrive at the moment. <laughs> every radio station, every uh, Facebook post, it's, there's Hamish everywhere. Now Adam's Adams back on the coattails. He's back yep. in the media. Uh, and I think he's pretty happy with it too. So yeah. Flooding West Adelaide's uh, Insta and Facebook. And oh, the, the, the Heartland brothers just, uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely filling up the news feed, so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see him during the year. I think there'll be some some entertaining stuff on there because sometimes you don't see it, but Adam Hartlett is one of the funniest men going around. His Insta game and Twitter game is right up there, so it might be a bit of banter. But um, now, has, uh, has South Adelaide signed a former Ruckman? Nope. Are you sure? Yep. Hmm. Don't like Keegan Brooksby. It's not what I've heard. Well I, well, I heard he was signing elsewhere because, for various reasons, I'm not going to say on here, but yeah, he was uh, apparently signing at another Sanford club. So, I 
unless something has drastically changed in the last week. I heard there might be a chance that he signed with the Panthers. Ooh. But there might be a bit of an issue. What? Because he's not going to live in Adelaide. He's going to fly in, fly out. But the cost of those flights will be part of the salary cap. Well, this is some news. Is it because he's, he's got to live in Melbourne with his misso? Yeah. Or should we earn bad money than him? <laughs> I'd say a fair bit. Work, working five moment. minutes on a Friday night. <laughs> oh, when, or when you're younger, you think, he, when the start of the relationship, you'll have thought, oh, I'll be the, on the breadwinner next minute. <laughs> oh, babe, can I borrow some money? Can I have an allowance? Well, that would be uh, good, but fuck, fly in, fly out. With all the stuff that's going on as well. Not exactly the, the type of pl- the type of people we need right now to be flying flat, but uh, well, yeah, look, and you know and, the and that's the and bar. that's the other uncertainty. Do you know what's going to happen though? But but that's the other uncertainty. Yeah. How can you sign a bloke who's going to be living in Melbourne, who's been that's been the most shut down city in the world in the last eighteen months? Well, I think it's there's no there's it's officially unofficial. The lockdowns are gone. Yeah, but. What about our crackpot leaders in this state that shut the borders when, when there's one case? Mm, well. As they've done to the Northern Territory at the moment. Are our borders opening tomorrow? <laughs> Seems they're, uh, they've just what was it called? Uh, well, what did I call it earlier? State check? No. Um, you wrote it down, champ. Yeah, that's right. I, uh, On the paper in front of you. No, no. The, the app that... That crashed today. Oh yeah, whatever the state check-in one is. Yeah, yeah for for crossing the border. <laughs> Good timing. Um, great timing. So whether our um, whether our uh, borders are open after oh they'll be open after our lack of leadership in this state. Apparently, there's seventeen thousand Victorians or people from Victoria coming yeah. in tomorrow that can't use an app because it it. No, I think it, it's, back, it's back and running apparently. Oh. But 17,000 coming in and uh, all that hard work we did, I loved it. I loved this. I kept saying, South Australia, do the right thing. You're all doing the right thing and we will reap the rewards. Yep. All right, time for the rewards. You're not getting any. Yep. We're going to – actually, we'll double up. We're going to bring COVID in. Yep. And you can't do fuck all. you got to wear masks everywhere still. We've got to do uh, – and the roadmap. We, we, we can still have 20 people at our house. The roadmap, where's it going? Sideways. Yep. To roadmap to nowhere. To directory, directory I, of dead end streets, I, not a fucking roadmap. I was trying to read the, uh, the the casual contacts and what's classed as oh. a contact. I got a headache and it got that confusing. Well, there was an AHA Zoom meeting this morning where we had the deputy uh, deputy chief health officer on there for 40 minutes. Yeah. It's 40 minutes of my life. I'll never, ever get back. <laughs> uh, well, all I know is over the coming uh, coming months, there's a chance that we might get COVID, chance it might not, but there's a chance that uh, we're not going to know what the fuck's happening. If there's things going to be locking down, maybe there's a good chance to do some extra episodes and people will be at home and need to listen to something. Just listen to two dickheads raving about nothing. Yeah. Mainly what they've heard tonight. Well... We've raved a bit. We've talked a bit. We've got draft coming up. We've got some guest episodes coming up. So we've got a bit in the off season. So 
people out there that keep saying I need an episode, you're going to get some. We, we, we've heard what the people wanted. We're going to give you some episodes, but it's good to be back tonight. And the one thing we haven't mentioned, and we will mention right now before we sign off, was the great Russell Ebert's passing. It was. Sad time. Um, arguably the best player to come out of South Australia. Yep. Um, Don't reckon too many argue there. He went to North Melbourne for one season and averaged 33 disposals for that year. And and lived in Adelaide. And said, I'm going home. Yep. I'm going back to Port. And that just shows what a... Uh, what a good, loyal person he was. And he not only it, a, he didn't like it, and he came back and wanted to play for Port. And not only a brilliant footballer, but an absolute gem of a human being. Rest in peace, Russell Ebert, and uh, to everyone out there, good night, goodbye, and uh, enjoy your in-between season before the cricket season starts. Good luck to all our uh, draftees on Wednesday and Thursday. Looking forward to that. <laughs>